Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today we're in the middle of the freedom equation. We're talking about how to create freedom. Everybody loves freedom. But we define it wrong often. And then we end up chafing because we don't have everything we think we want. And we somehow think the world owes us, the universe owes us, and it's all supposed to just get delivered in our lap. Well, you know what? Last time I checked, trying to get good at playing the piano required a lot more from me than wanting it really bad, than looking a lot at the piano, than lusting after the quick fingers and beautiful harmonies articulated by some other cool pianist. It required me to sit down at the bench and work and work and work and exercise my hands and take care of my skin and patch the cracks in my fingers and all the rest. It took work. Today we're talking about focus is power. Freedom, the kind of freedom where everything is just given to us is an illusion and it's also a disease. Okay, we have an untold number of examples of people who have silver spoons, everything given to them, and more often than not, a large majority of the time, they either turn out weird, they have lots of struggles, or they have to go through their own set of refinement and purification, difficulties and struggles in order to be good, contributing people, okay? And the, the similarity is the purification ordeals, if you were, if you will. You know, there's vision quests in native culture and all kinds of things. Purification ordeals <clears throat> are real. They are necessary. They are important, and they're really good. At the time, they feel hard and they are struggles, but they work and they make us into better people. We're talking here the freedom equation, which I said learning, focus, and action create liberty. Learning, focus, and action create liberty because in the end, you are free. No one can take your freedom away from you, and I'm talking about the freedom that matters most, the freedom of attitude, the freedom of mind, the freedom in your heart, the freedom of how you see the world, the freedom of happy, a choice to be happy. And I'm just, I want to say one more time, and I'll probably say it on the rest of the episodes too. <clears throat> you can be happy in miserable circumstances. You don't have to like the circumstances. The idea that what I'm saying, you can be happy no matter what, is a bunch of bunk and only said by people who don't have a lot of stuff is not true. Stuff is not happiness. Money is not happiness. Ease is not happiness. Stuff and money and ease, make, it may, they're, they're lubricants. They make life fun. They buy access. They give you the opportunity to have experiences you wouldn't have otherwise. All those things are true. None of those things are happy. Happy is a soulful, internal, energetic condition where you are satisfied. You are feeling, you have the feeling of satisfaction 
and you are joyful. Joy is a deeper version even of happiness. So you can have happiness no matter how much stuff you do or don't have, no matter how much money you do or don't have, no matter what experiences you have had or have not had. Happiness is yours for the taking, it's yours for the having, it's yours for enjoying, no one can take it from you, and no one can prevent you from having it. Hear that. Nobody can make you not be happy. Isn't that interesting? What a beautiful piece of truth to take to the bank, to everywhere you go with you today. All right. So we're talking today about the freedom equation. Our learning, focus, and activity or action create liberty. And that is a true thing. Now, you can't do everything all at once. I have tried and I don't think I've tried to do everything, but I've certainly been in a position, as you have, to try to be doing too many things. When I was first building my coaching business and writing books and doing the things that I do now, starting in uh, 2009, really, I um, <clears throat> was trying to do too many things. I was just trying to do too many things. And that made me feel frustrated. I felt like nothing was moving fast enough, and of course it wasn't. And what happens, I mean, imagine trying to roll some big rocks up a hill. You know, you roll a little one, and then you go roll another one a little ways, and another one a little ways, and then they roll back down, and you never get anywhere. Or if you roll a rock up, you have to then brace it so it doesn't move while you run to the next rock. It's just a lot of work that's unnecessary when you can just roll one rock up the hill and then go get another one and go get another one and go get another one. That's called sequencing. It's also called focus. I tried to build my coaching business, my writing business, my music business, and everything all at the same time, and it was too complicated. It was too hard, and it, was the, it wasn't even the hard part that mattered so much. It was the frustrating part. I was like, oh, it's not going fast enough. I'll never get there. That feeling is not happy. It is soul sapping. It is energy sapping. And I ended up feeling like I'm, I'm never going to get there. And then I worked less, got after myself. I lived in what Joy and I named the eight ball syndrome. So I would put ridiculous schedules together. I'm up at five, do this and this and this and every minute crammed full. And if I didn't stick to them exactly, I didn't feel good. And if I didn't get up exactly at five o'clock or 430 or whenever I had the alarm and get right, then I was unhappy. And of course, you know how long that lasted. We can't do that. So I've changed completely the way I do it. I think I probably am still not as focused as I could be. I'm still writing in the middle of seven books. I'm, I have a one podcast going and a YouTube channel, and I'm running some workshops and this and that and the other. And you know what? I love it all. And no, I've learned, I am not moving at all as fast as I could, but I've learned to be not just tolerant, but totally satisfied and joyfully happy with the amount of progress that I'm making. Nevertheless, let's come back to the topic here. Learning, focus, and action create liberty. Liberty is the availability of choices and the ability to exercise that choice. You're free to choose. You have choices and you're free to choose them. If you want to create that freedom for yourself, liberty, the ability to choose and some choices to choose from, Learning, focus, and action are the three pieces that will create those for you. Yesterday, we talked about how to learn, what learning means. I'm using the word learning as more powerful and more inclusive than knowledge. Knowledge to me is a static thing. You, learn, you learned something and there it is. You know it. 
learning is an active process to me. I'm using to be application and the doing part of it, okay? And that's just how I'm defining it. And then part two is focus. Now, whether you choose to spread your focus out on three or four things or do one thing, that's up to you. Uh, If you were coaching with me, we'd talk about it and see what's most effective for you. Do you have fiscal deadlines? Do you have a certain amount of money you need to make right now? What would be the fastest path to that money? That would be a focus. And the reason is because learning that, focusing on it, and then acting would create the cash you need. The creation of cash you need, guess what? That creates liberty because you have choices now. You now have some cash and you can choose this or that. If you're strapped and you need to create some cash right now, you have less choices. And so that learning focus action would create the liberty of choice. Sometimes people, when they want to start a business, I have to, I talked to so many people. I just got off a podcast episode this morning with a guy who's doing beautiful stuff and he knows in his heart he's a teacher. He wants to be a coach. I don't think he's coaching yet. He's running a beautiful podcast, A Labor of Love, to help people embrace. He calls it Embrace Your Inner Weirdo. And it's, you know, on the notion that we're all, we all feel like we're a little different, and we are. But we've created a thing in our society where difference is weird and somehow bad. And we're trying, we're working on that as a society to fix that. And I hope we fix it sooner rather than later. But anyway, he really wants to do that. And we were talking a little bit after the podcast episode for him, it's for his show, about... um writing a book, and he talked to me about some of his experiences, and it's amazing. I would love to help him write a book. One of the things he did is he walked from Chicago to L.A., and I don't don't even know the details of the story, but there's a story behind it, and I'd love to know it, and I'm sure it would be really valuable as a starting point for coaching and helping people overcome their fears and obstacles. So focus is power. Everything all at once is too much either because we really just can't do it, or even if we can, progress in each thing is so slow that it is discouraging, and then that becomes a trap in itself. Uh, You know, sometimes you ask people, well, what things can you quit doing? Well, nothing. I really have to keep doing everything. That's not true, ever. You can always dump some things. You can always streamline, say no, 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 and focus on, guess what? There's the word, focus on the thing that matters the most. All right, so... Everything is too much is part one of today's. Part two is I I, want to talk about something called a knowledge tree. A knowledge tree is a concept. It's not a new concept, but the way I'm using it is, you know, I know how to take care of things in the kitchen. Like I know how to do dishes and make food and do some things. So that area is a piece of knowledge. That doesn't have anything to do with work that I might do in audio sweetening in the studio or writing music. And that may, neither one of those have anything to do with my knowledge about how to listen, how to draw people out and how to have some emotional intelligence to get people to say the things they need to say to have a powerful coaching session, make a difference in their lives and make some progress on things they're working on. Those are different areas of knowledge. One of the ways I learned, I have learned to focus and to learn quickly is to identify what area of my knowledge tree I'm working on. Right now, Joy's and my focus in the business is on creating some challenges. So we have two, not challenges meaning difficulties, but this is a marketing and teaching tool. So I have a challenge in two weeks called Dream It, Build It, Write It, and it's for authors. I have another one two weeks after that called Love Them, Coach Them, Sign Them, and that's for coaches 
to help them learn how to easily fill their coaching practices. So those are two areas in my business that I'm working on and that part of my knowledge tree. And so I'm working on that. What I notice is when I jump around from this piece to that one and over here and over there, I get way slowed down. So the knowledge tree is just a concept that I have to see where you're working. And if you switch branches, think of it be working on a tree. If you're somehow trimming tree and then you've got to, you jump down from this one and run over there and trim one little piece of that one way over there. And then you come down and come back over on this side and, you know, back and forth. That's a lot of wasted time. So again, focus is power. Focus is power. It lets you do things faster. It lets you do them better. It reduces frustration. It reduces wasted energy and it reduces fatigue. Now, remember, this whole podcast is about creating your ultimate life a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create how? By serving with your divine gifts. Now, I want to get to the big question and challenge for today's episode, and that is this. What are you doing right now? <clears throat> Do you feel like you have freedom? Are you experiencing a life of liberty where you have choices, you have the courage and the insight to know which choices to make? what business to be in, what job to take, what work to do, how to spend your time, how to spend your day. Obviously, you're doing it. You're making choices. Are those choices in line with your highest good? Are those choices lining up to create your ultimate life? I don't know the answer to that, but you do in your heart. You really do in your heart. You know whether or not your choices are serving your highest good and are living into your divine gifts and talents? Or are they wasting time? Are they driven by barriers and blocks, hesitations, stories that you're not good enough? The fellow that I was just talking to said something I hear all the time. Well, I don't know if I really have a story worth telling. I don't know if it would matter to anyone. I wanted to cry. He's a beautiful, capable, insightful, Loving soul. Of course his story's good. It's beautiful. It's powerful. And I hope he listens to this episode. It's, it's beautiful. And so we live behind these stories that prevent us from doing the things that we know in our hearts we should be doing. And the focus that I want to talk about, the power here is there's two areas of focus. One, focus on the thing you should be doing and focus also on removing the barriers that keep you from doing it. The way I do that is through my morning ritual every day, connecting with who I really am and revisiting my purpose and the love that I have for you listening and for every person to discover, develop, and manifest their divine gifts. I mean, that's all I'm trying to do in my life, and that's my focus. So focus on two things. The first thing is get clear in your mind what things should you be doing to create your ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. What, what are those things? My guess is you know exactly what at least several of those are. The second area of focus, which will create power for you, is focus on the barriers. What is preventing you from taking direct, consistent, motivated action? That's the kind of action that matters. Direct action, consistent, motivated action. What's preventing you from doing that in the areas you know should be your focus? Then get rid of those barriers. It might be stories about your worthiness. It might be a lack of time management or, you know, your ability to prioritize. It might be a lot of things. So focus on the barriers that will create power and focus on the a small number of things that you could be doing to create your ultimate life. 
That will be the focus piece of your freedom equation, learning, focus, and action, creating liberty for you. I know these things are true. They work and they're right. I know it because I'm doing it. I know it because I teach it and I see it in action in the lives of clients. I also know that as you learn and apply these principles, you'll have some more fun and you'll be able to create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.